0: Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Friday, February 17th, 2017. I'm your host, Alexander Kalafi, joined, as always, as I have been for the last few weeks, for a nice little two-man show, the one, the only, Canada's Ontario Hello, Canada's Ontario
1: Hello, I'm trying to keep an eye out to see uh, see if we get a date for of 5, because I think is the second most exciting game for me on Switch.
0: Yeah, so this show is going to be kind of an interesting one. This is the kind of show that most of the people who watch this show live would kind of want, because we're going to be talking about Switch for the bigger part of an hour. We have a handful of Nintendo Switch stories here. We have a little Pokemon Go story we'll talk about at the end, which is not a little story at all. But we have that Pokemon Go story. And then outside of that, we have, like, four Switch stories. And then we also have the NIS America Press event um, that we, we have in the background, because that's happening at the same time. So if we get a Disgaea date, we'll talk about that. But until then... I say we talk about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild because just a few days ago on Valentine's Day, I believe, or it was very late February 13th, but I'm pretty sure it was barely Valentine's Day, for the first time ever, a mainline Zelda game will offer downloadable content. Nintendo announced that both the Wii U and Switch versions will be getting an expansion pass, Available from day one. 20 bucks. And will unlock on day one three new treasure chests. uh, And it will also have two expansions. The first expansion will launch in the summer. Has a hard mode, an additional map, and a cave of trials. Which is like the Twilight Princess type thing. And there's also going to be the second uh, expansion pack which includes a new dungeon and story elements, plus additional challenges. Those three chests you get on day one, those little bonuses, so that you get something when you pay them $20. One of those chests has a Nintendo Switch shirt. Presumably, even in the Wii U version of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So the big question here, Donald Terrio, is... Does this seem like $20 of video game content?
1: I mean, if they're treating it like an expansion pack... $20, Twenty dollars. This almost seems like seems rather inexpensive, depending on, depending on. This all depends on, of course, how expansive the dungeon is that they're talking about, and how big the dungeons are in Breath of the Wild to begin with. I mean, we've heard they're pretty big, but whether that's worth dropping twenty bucks in March for something you're probably not getting until early November, um, that's probably still to be determined. Right, as far as I can tell.
0: An expansion pass has kind of been used a little freely in the last couple of years. I mean, you have The Witcher 3 expansion pass, which is very substantial. You have the Diablo expansions, which are very substantial. The World of Warcraft uh, expansions, which are very substantial. And then you have things like the Destiny expansions. I say this as someone who is not a Destiny fan. So maybe there is enough content there for other people. But if I remember the original two expansions for Destiny... Did not offer a lot of content for twenty bucks a pop. You remember this too, Donald?
1: Yeah, they had. Well, I I wasn't much I wasn't much of a Destiny player. I I noped out after the beta crashed on me one too many times. Yeah, but from what we've heard with the Destiny expand, like the full Destiny expansions that they've put out the last couple of years, it's been there's a week's worth of content and then you have to wait until sparrow racing comes around again to have something to do
0: right cherry goblin says i'm gonna wait until more details get revealed before i pay the 20 dollars. i think that is exactly what i'm going to do too because this expansion pass that launches in the summer is really weird it announces new map elements as one of the main check marks and my question is By new map elements is it things that actually improve the game or is it an easy mode that tells you where every single thing is on the map like what what is a new map element and what does that look like in breath of the wild and more importantly is there a map element that they could put in there that would justify the amount of money this costs because if we want to if we want to divide everything out this expansion is going to be presumably $10 unless they see the dungeon one is $15 and this is $5. Well, but...
1: th- they are not selling the, the, right. the map separately. You have to buy the whole thing together. So right. you're, if you, if you buy in for the map elements, you're also getting that bonus dungeon and other stuff in November. In, yeah. Well, I, I, can't holiday, think,
0: but... I can't think of the person who's looking at this and buying it sight unseen based on additional map features.
1: No, uh, I'm well. I'm certainly not getting it because that thing is thirty bucks Canadian. Really? On, yeah, it's t- well twenty eight nineteen. Basically, the same price as a Wii game is now on Wii U. So that and well, I'm not going to beat that dead horse about my feelings about Breath of the Wild any longer than I have to. But it would take one that game would have to really surprise me to make it worth buying me even considering playing that game in november given everything else is going to come out in the next nine months
0: yeah i don't know what i'm supposed to do with the idea of new story elements in this zelda game because in addition to this the other zelda stuff that's been going around this week was shigeru miyamoto and aonuma talking about story in the new zelda and they're like story's an important part, but it's kind of like something in the background. is, is kind of the gist of what it sounds like they've been saying.
1: Which yeah, I mean, well... Me wonder, we... like,
0: is this going to be like Dark Souls story, where it's super deep if you look into it? Uh, like, more substantially? Or is it going to be not that much of a story? Or is it going to be like the story in Fire Emblem Heroes, which is really bad? Though I don't think it's going to be like the story in Fire Emblem Heroes.
1: No, and... Well, Miyamoto has been down this road before with talking about storying games. To ask anybody who played Paper Mario Sticker Star.
0: Yeah, the... Paper Mario Sticker Star is the game that made me question everything I thought I cherished about Mr. Miyamoto.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I i'm i'll see what it's like when i get my copy of the game the other the other thing is since i don't intend to buy the switch version straight away like i'm probably waiting i'm hoping for a selects at some point uh i'm playing the wii u version and i highly doubt that i'm going to be playing a wii u in november 2017 unless it's like backlog stuff or research
0: I'm not playing a Wii U. You're not playing a Wii U, right? Twenty seventeen. Here's the thing: I have two Wii U games I could play. I have Star Fox Zero and I have Xenoblade Chronicles X. Star Fox Zero. I've heard nothing but that game either get shit on or people have neutral feelings towards it, which are the two worst things you can say about a video game. One, that it's shitty, and two, that it had no impact on you whatsoever. And that's 80% of the things I've heard about that game. The other game I could play but haven't decided to yet is my still-sealed copy of Xenoblade Chronicles X, which has been segmented into spin-off status by Nintendo with the reveal of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which makes me wonder like do I really need to play Xenoblade Chronicles X as someone who loves Xenoblade Chronicles 1 as much for the story as I did for the gameplay? It, Nintendo is I,
1: I think you I think you need to at least bust the shrink wrap on that. Yeah. Before let's say uh, 3 weeks from tonight.
0: Before three weeks from tonight. Here's the thing. I am elbow deep in knack right now, so it's really hard that, for me to judge. Okay, you're back. not you're
1: not gonna be elbow deep in knack for too long. And
0: NAC and is a help? long game. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I'll, I'll wait, I'll be you, you think I'm not gonna beat Knack? You think I'm not gonna beat Knack? Knack is an awesome video game. Let's talk about knack for an hour. We're not gonna talk well, about knack for an hour. But it, it is like no. it it's surprisingly a super challenging action platformer, which has a lot of charm in it, despite how much people give shit to that game. It's also, it's kind of like the PS4 Shrek, where the original Shrek is actually a genuinely good movie, but because the concept of Shrek and the name Shrek is so funny, that people have been making fun of it for years and years and years, it's the same thing with Knack, where because the because uh Mark Cerny talking about Knack has been so funny and because the game did not necessarily land everything it tried, now it has this weird, almost undeserved infamy in my opinion.
1: It is it, it's it's almost a running gag at this point about that game not being free on PlayStation Plus every month. Hell, they went and gave us Little Big Planet Three instead of Knack this month.
0: Yeah, but that that's all beside the point. Jared Goblin yeah. calls Breath of the Wild the twenty seven Wii U game that keeps on giving.
1: Yeah, and I I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if our friend Travis is in the chat room right now, but he brought up a very good point to me on Twitter this week. Uh, since he has the uber 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 hundred and thirty dollar comes with a bent sword edition of Breath of the Wild, why is that? Why is the expansion pass not in the box for that?
0: That's I totally agree. Shouldn't there be be a Breath of the Wild Gold edition that's seventy bucks or seventy-five bucks? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or, or are they gonna
0: sell that this holiday season?
1: Maybe. But justify if you're...
0: the sixty dollar price tag.
1: Yeah, but if you're dropping a hundred and thirty bucks US or two hundred bucks Canadian on an Uber edition, you know, throw them a bone, put the damn season passcode in the box.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Chariot. People said that Knack was the Mario killer.
1: <laughs> About as well as Brute Force was the Halo killer. Killzone was the Halo killer.
0: Killzone was the Halo killer. Um, yeah. And then, what was what was the joke I saw? That Horizon was supposed to be the... Was it the Witcher killer? Or it was supposed to be the Zelda killer? I think that's what it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Zelda comes out four days after it. Or yeah.
0: three days after it. So. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's all we can say about the expansion pass. Neither of us are going to get it, but that's also mostly because we don't know what there is to say about it right now, which ties in super nicely to our next topic, which is the Switch user interface. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Switch quote unquote rollout. That's been uh, happening via Broken Street Dates and via people getting it early. And then there was also a press tour that went to IGN, GameSpot, and Giant Bomb and all these places. And I think it is crazy that we are two weeks away from the Nintendo Switch. Two weeks, Donald. Wait, it's about two weeks, right?
1: Yeah, uh, two
0: weeks from today. Two weeks from today. We are two weeks away from the Nintendo Switch. And we know so little about that system. And in fact, it took a broken street date to leak the user interface, which is so insane to me that there's been no Nintendo Direct. There's been no elaboration on Virtual Console. No one knows what the eShop looks like. Yeah. Even though we know it's going to be there day one, we don't know if GameCube is a thing even though Nintendo keeps winking every other word about whether GameCube is gonna get um is gonna get there. And like it's we we've both heard a lot of rumors about that stuff that like it's, it's I there's a there's a grain of salt to all that stuff. Um, So I don't want to talk about it too much, but it's the word seems like, in the same way it seems like Mother 3 is still happening, it still does seem like, based on rumors, that GameCube is still happening. But we don't know anything about it, and we haven't heard a single thing about Virtual Console, except for the fact that it seems like NES games and Super Nintendo games will be supported in some context. Which is insane to me. And then also... We do know that Nintendo, that uh, everything on the Switch eShop is tied to the Nintendo account that also came out through that, this.
1: That we should slow down on that because the reason we don't have a story up to that effect is, as Chris Kohler pointed out today, that is basically the same wording you see on a Wii U or a 3DS. We don't necessarily know if the systems are as portable as, say, signing in with a Vita or if, like, if, you, if there's a new color of Switch that comes out, it's not 100% confirmed that you can just stick that account on another system. So say if Giant Bomb goes and downloads a game on one Switch on launch day, and someone tries to log in with that, it's not a locked lock cinch that they're going to be able to access that game.
0: Okay, so it's kind of the equivalent of the 3DS game that says, game playable in 2D. Some parts also playable in 3D. And you're not sure whether the game is in 2D or 3D?
1: Yeah, it's... Well, I I, I don't really care about that sort of thing, but yeah.
0: No, but you know exactly what I'm talking about, about yeah, how game, it's, it's, game there's play- this weird, inconsistent lettering on Nintendo's boxes.
1: Yeah, and because we're, we're going by something that refers to linking or unlinking a Nintendo account... The question becomes, what happens if you link a Nintendo account that's been linked to one system to a second system without Nintendo intervening? Because that's where it is now. Yeah. So we're, I think that is something we're probably not going to find that out until somebody is brave enough to try it on launch day.
0: Does the Switch feel like a soft launch to you, Donald? Because it kind of feels like a soft launch to me now more than ever. Look at the launch library. Like, yeah, look at the launch library. Look at how hot it seems like everything's coming in. And I know nothing about the Nintendo World Report review unit, but based on what people have heard... On message boards about review units, it sounds like that stuff's coming in hot. It sounds like the games are coming in hot. It sounds like the eShop is coming in hot. It seems like everything is coming in hot. And to me, it comes across as a library and a system that won't actually be fully launched on March 3rd. Although, on the other hand, the 3DS didn't get its eShop until June which is not an excuse because that was about a month and a half before it got its $80 price drop. But this yep. is not new with a Nintendo system. It's just more the, of the same, which is not what the Nintendo we, Switch is supposed to be.
1: We we know that there's going to be an eShop on day one simply because Nintendo is out there promoting I Am Setsuna as a launch day game, and that is not getting a physical release. So we know there's an eShop. It's right there on that user interface video. The guy just can't access it because, well eShop's not up yet for the Switch mm. it requires a software update oh uh,
0: there's breaking news Donald Disgaea yep. 5 May 23rd
1: May 23rd um, and there's also two 3DS games being localized one is a complete stunner called Revolt which is a Nintendo published game in Japan is getting localized by NS America this summer
0: oh that's based on that Xbox game right
1: Right. That's a that's that, a got cart- own, that
0: got like two Nintendo Directs.
1: Yeah, and there and NIS America is handling localization or at least is publishing the localized version of that for North America, along with RPG Maker Fez, which came out last year in Japan on 3DS and has a free I believe it had a free app in Japan you could actually download the games from.
0: Do we know if the new cul sac game is good? Do we know it's Famitsu
1: well, we take Famitsu's scores with a, like an entire pillar of salt because yeah. you know their reputation. But a uh, uh, friend of the show, Seren McNulty, apparently was her favorite 3DS game of last year, okay. and she is flipping the fuck out right
0: now. <laughs> okay, okay, there's there's some Donk and Rampa stuff happening on the stream right now, so I'm getting slightly distracted. A uh, popular Nintendo game, Donk and Rampa. I think it, I think it's just the I, reload stuff.
1: Yeah, I wish that would come to a Nintendo platform. That'd be that'd be that'd be would be awesome that I could actually get to review one.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, Ultra Despair Girls. We already knew that was coming to other platforms. I, I think it would. I think and would fit in really well on the 3DS. Although there wouldn't be much of a point. It would kind of be like The Virtue's Last Reward on 3DS, which is like so not as good as the Vita version.
1: Well, no, well, Virtue's Last Reward isn't isn't too bad on 3DS. It's Zero Time Dilemma that you run into the brick wall.
0: Um. But the Vita version superior for that one, right?
1: At the very least, you can actually see all the puzzles on the Vita.
0: Great. Great. Okay, let's let's see what else is happening. I should not be getting dis- uh, distracted by this. Alex Although... Osborne, those of you who pre-ordered, you go gray or neon? I went gray because the neon looks silly.
1: I went neon because I figured it'd be rarer, and now people seem to be growing on it. So, mm. there you go.
0: Yeah. And he also adds I hope that new story content is a prequel chapter where you play Zelda when Link is in stasis. That is a great way to make the, the girl Zelda game that everyone was asking for in 2015. Um, yeah, it's full <laughs> of Assassin's Creed liberation. Basically, make it the secondary story.
1: Um,
0: let's see. I, I, we talked about Zelda talked about the switch user interface we talked about the switch coming in real hot
1: yeah the the i honestly don't think i mean realistically nintendo had to get the switch out for this fiscal year because the wii u sales have flatlined you know you you know it's yeah, bad when that you get thing. out to sl-
0: that, that new thing where the wii u sales flatlined and it's doing this weird crazy. Well, n- thing we're, we're like, talking you know, no sales. we're
1: talking like selling less than the nes classic last month in North America. Like Didn't the, did
0: the NES Classic sell well?
1: Uh no, the Wii U sold that badly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Because don't forget, the the Wii U and the NES Classic are both supply constrained. NES Classic, they're working on it. Wii U, they don't give a damn anymore.
0: Mm. Yeah okay what else do we have to talk about because i don't think that this we should make this a 23 minute show um we'll, well we'll find some stuff to talk about we won't drag it out either necessarily okay splatoon 2 let's talk about splatoon 2 it has a global test fire and it adds lan and the spectator mode new details emerge from squid research lab regarding some splatoon 2's options there's a global test fire held the weekend of the 24th through 26th, the U.S. time. Uh, the global demos will be one hour long, which is not a very long time at all to play platoon and feature testing for four weapons, including the Splat Duelies. The demo times, March, uh, these are Pacific. March 24th, yep. 12 to 1 Pacific. March 24th, 8 to 9 p.m., March 25th, 4 to 5 a.m., March 25th, 12 to 1 p.m., March 25th, 8 to 9 p.m., March 26th, 4 to 5 a.m.
1: Yeah, so basically there's two test fires convenient for most time zones.
0: Right, which is nice. I also think it's cool that they're going to have a demo for a high-profile nintendo switch game so soon after the the early adopters right yeah exactly the fact that there's four weapons tells me that there's a good chance that this is the same demo i played in new york because if i remember correctly there were it was on one map and four different weapons and land play would make sense because
1: you've got Eight, eight systems, and eight right, players. exactly.
0: You got eight players playing together. That's cool. It's I think the Wii U needs as many games as possible or not the Wii U, the switch. the Wii u two. i'm gonna I'm gonna keep making that mistake because you see what happens is you have me saying splatoon two and the switch. Both of those things are very evocative of the Wii U,
1: yeah. just do do me a favor. Don't call it the NX for the love of God.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Isn't there isn't there a website that's called NX Gamer that just f- went with it after the NX became the Switch and like it's basically how we were playing at GameCube for years?
1: Yeah, pretty yeah. much.
0: Yeah. That's neat. There was some word that Splatoon 2 could be coming out in August, though that's probably some retailer rumor that's not retailer. Necessarily...
1: Yeah, yeah. Retailer placeholder name. I mean... That I... sounds right, though. <laughs> Yeah, it sound, I mean, they said summer. I I could see it coming out in June if they were really aggressive with it. If it yeah. launched much with the level of content that the first game did, and then they kept rolling in stuff like they did with the first game all, all summer. The only problem is that they may want to push it back because they don't want to get people too used to the online before the paid service kicks in at the end in the fall.
0: Right. This game's obviously going to be coming out before the paid service, and I think it's going to be coming out well in advance of the paid service, so they can see how this stuff goes in order to assist their development of the paid yeah. service. But,
1: and <laughs> that's also, yeah, and that's also why the uh, the test fires are an hour long, so they can really cramp, ram up the server load, see how bad they see how bad it goes.
0: Yeah, Monokuma is standing on stage in a Chuck E. Cheese style bear costume right now.
1: It's
0: uh, I think yeah, ARMS comes uh, out in June and that is why Splatoon does not come out in June because you have two multiplayer games coming out within a couple months of each other and I don't I, think those games are going to be split more than two months.
1: I, th- I I honestly thought ARMS was coming out at, like, the, in that old Splatoon Mario Kart 8 slot at the end of May.
0: I don't think so because... Mario Kart A Deluxe comes out so close to the end of April that it is such a Nintendo move to make that count as both their April and their May game.
1: Mm. I they might have been able to pull that off before, especially with something that sells like Mario Kart, but where this is just a this is a roll-up of existing content. I think they're gonna want to have they'd wanna have a fresh game, pardon the pun for for the month of may something new they can point so it's not just okay one two switches out zelda's you're, you're probably done with zelda at this point for a few months uh we need something new so here's arms
0: mm. osborne says when do you think we'll hear about pokemon switch stars reveal at e3 pokemon focus direct i think that game is going to get revealed via either a Pokemon Direct, or through an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire trailer, where it just kind of drops on a Tuesday. Drop yeah.
1: it. It drops. Um, let's say the day of Nint- Nintendo releases their uh, annual financial report, mm. which is exactly how they did it with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we need. Oh crap! We had a bad report. We need to distract the shareholders. Quick, <laughs> watch a new trailer for Pokemon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you might be right. Here, here's a little switch stuff we can talk about very quickly. Donald, you've heard about this Best Buy Visa checkout deal, right?
1: I I am so jealous because I have a, I have a debit Visa. I could use that to pay for the stuff, but instead you're getting what nine games for for two hundred bucks or something like yeah, something yeah, crazy. Yeah, like I,
0: I tweeted about that. So the way this stuff works is, as you know, Gamer Club Unlocked, you can get new games for 20% off, which means $60 games are $48, and $40 games are $32, et cetera, et cetera. In addition to that, there's this Visa Checkout promotion, where if you use Visa Checkout, which is really just a different way of checking out, there's no catch, it doesn't cost more money, whatever. It's just a different way of checking out. In the same way, if you go on a Humble Bundle, you can check out via Amazon for whatever reason. If you use Visa Checkout, you can get $25 off of orders of $100, or up. Which means, you can get the Gamer Club Unlocked bonuses, pre-order enough games to get you just over $100, and then get the $25 discount to bring you down to $75. Which means, I ended up getting these games, mostly Switch games, Splatoon 2 for $38, Near automata on PS4 for $38. The Pucci Amiibo, which I bought so I could get it over a hundred dollars. I got ARMS, I got Super Mario Odyssey, both for 38 bucks. I got the Mario 30th Anniversary Classic Amiibo for like five dollars and seventy-three cents. And then I also got Mario Sports Superstars for $28.68, which is supposed to not be a great game if you read Don's Impressions. And then I also re-pre-ordered Breath of the Wild for $38. And I got Puyo Poyo Tetris for $25 on the Switch launch edition, which means I basically got $450 of video game for about $250, which is going to take me through about uh, November, which means...
1: You're just in time for for Pokemon Stars and Mario Odyssey.
0: Exactly, I have all the benefits of being a Canadian gamer, able to pre-order games, but none of the Ex- downsides of playing nine of paying ninety dollars for a new priced game.
1: Yeah, like all all of my Switch pre-orders right now, except for Puyo Puyo Tetris are, and Bomberman, are sixty three ninety nine. Mm. Even with my even with the twenty percent from Amazon Prime. I wish Gamers Club Unlocked would come north, but I know that if it does, Best Buy Canada will probably go out of business.
0: Yeah. Curtis asks, I think, or he says, Curtis Bond says, I think Splatoon is June, Arms in May. I think June is way too early for Splatoon. I I think Splatoon comes out at least July, probably August. I don't think it's going to literally be in the Splatoon 1 spot only because Nintendo has three or four games, and even if they have a lot of games this year, they still need to stretch it out just a little. Um, Will Gaming 7 asks, What the fuck is this? Uh, This is the Knack PlayStation 4 retrospective. Um, it's, It's a fine game. Brood Wars, who is on Nintendo Free Radio, a weird sister show, vaguely to this. He compares it to Dark Souls, which I think is fairly apt. Although, I think secretly, Dark Souls is such a significant, amazing thing that you can compare most new games to Dark Souls. And you could convince me that Dark Souls might be the... It's not the best game of last generation, but it's the best gameplay to come out of last generation. Uh, and Knack sort of takes that to new heights it doesn't take it to new heights it just it takes elements of the super challenging action combat and, and utilizes it to its advantage let's see any word on sn- sn- sniper lips date snipper clips um, snipper
1: clips um, there t- like, I believe Bill Trinan actually alluded to that game being a launch title today really? on Twitter
0: that's cool yeah he said
1: yeah, he was like, cut out some time. Here's, the, here's all the things I'm playing on day one. And his response was, cut out some time for snipper clips. Mm. So that is probably going to be the big thing for the eShop on the, on the first day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Curtis says, I don't know. I feel like if they're doing the test fire in March, it'd be out relatively soon, right? You would be right. Except for the fact that I'm pretty sure this is the same demo they made for the New York audience and the, the global audience, I guess. And they're just repurposing it into this demo, and let me tell you, it is never too soon to start testing servers. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean, we saw, I mean, like, the the beta to release, like, For Honor had, that is the that is the rule nowadays, but it should probably be the exception because then they can go back and see, okay, maybe we fine-tune this a little bit, this a little bit, tighten up the graphics on level three to make it so that we're not hammering the server every five seconds.
0: I'm watching the Rampa 3 trailer right now, which is happening September 26th, 2017, PS4 and Vita.
1: Yeah, so uh, that'll so that was like a week
0: away from your prediction,
1: right? I no, I figured it'd be earlier in the month considering when the previous two games when the previous well, one and two came out on the well, I guess two and Ultra Despair Girls are the ones that came out in September. They came out really early in the month, so this is actually later than I thought it would be.
0: I won't criticize Disgaea as a series because I played it once and it didn't click with me, but I don't recognize it as a poor game. I will say. Prinnies are probably the worst mascot of any company at all. Mm. It's like they're not that cu- They're like a little cute because they're penguins, but they're not really that funny. They're not even like funny cute. It- I would actually say the worst thing about what I played about Disgaea wasn't the strategy gameplay, which seemed really good. It was just trying so hard to be funny, and the Disgaea games really just play like what would happen if the guy from Anime Club made a video game <laughs> like like it's like that sense of humor and not in a good way at all they got suda 51 on stage which means i'm kind of distracted let's talk about pokemon go pokemon go is at it's expanding it's adding a johto selection
1: yep it has already gone live and guess what <laughs> shocking news the servers crashed on day one because of the crusher people coming back for johto pokemon
0: what is this game that's on his shirt? I'm so confused. Is that Killer7?
1: Oh my god. Oh man, that's that's going back.
0: It's I don't know if it's Killer7, but it doesn't look like Silver Case. What pseudo what 51 games has he done? He did Shadows of the Damned, which is awesome. No More Heroes 1 and 2. Two of the finest games ever. He did Lollipop Chainsaw, which wasn't that great. He did... Lily Bergamo, called, uh, Let It let, Die.
1: Let Die. And he called Wario 64 a bot.
0: He called Wario 64 a bot. And then what else did he do? He what was that one game that no one except me played on PlayStation 3 that also went to PC? Uh,
1: um, I don't know, man. I think you might be thinking of Shadows of the Damned.
0: About. It's not Shadows of the Damned. It's it's definitely a pseudo-51 game. Who's who's I'm looking at it. Someone asked, Phantom R asks, or Miles asks, Killer7, what what the F are you looking at? I'm, uh, I'm looking at Suda51's shirt, which has the style of Killer7, but I don't know if it's actually Killer7. And it might not be Killer7. I apologize for giving you the audio version of a silent watch of the NIS America press conference, but I see Suda51... On stage right now, and I'm very distracted. But Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go, that's pretty cool. Although it almost feels like three months too late, Donald, doesn't it?
1: Uh, well, I mean, they've been—they keep getting little bumps from these holiday events. Like they added the first set of like the baby Jota Pokemon over the Christmas break, and that got them a nice bump. Um, I would. Qu- I think actually they should have held off for a month, but that's only because I would like to get involved in this. But I had three and a half feet of snow fall on me this week.
0: Yeah, it was rough. It felt like all of summer came there out all of, win- all all of winter,
1: winter in in one week. I hope yeah. I hope it melts a little bit by the time I get there.
0: Am I thinking of Killer is Dead?
1: I think that might be it.
0: <laughs> Killer is Dead. Yes, I'm thinking of Killer is Dead. I played that game. That game has a whole level where you fight a train named Thomas, and it has all these super bizarre callbacks to Thomas the Tank Engine. And uh, that's, that's one of the only parts of that game that makes sense. It has one of the least sensical stories of any Suda51 game, and not in a good way, like confusing Japanese way. Um, I'm on stage now, says Wario64 Suda51 uh oh boy no, no i don't know what's happening with suda 51 right now i'm very distracted
1: he's it doesn't sound like he's announced much of anything really i think just i think
0: talking. he apologized to the person from the the, from the, switch the switch event for like confusing them
1: yeah I... I I'm sure he I'm sure the uh the apology will be accepted but yeah that was kind of yeah, confusing while
0: well, 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 he's collecting unemployment <laughs> yeah you know, the, the, the switch translator did you More see faster. that how there, there, there was a twitch uh, there was uh there was a tweet from the nintendo jobs twitter account that was looking you, for like a japanese you, <laughs> English, English
1: translator <laughs> the day after the event the
0: after, yeah yeah
1: yeah, that was might have been too soon. I don't know, but I, I mean, how the hell do you keep up with Suda Fifty One anyway? The guys, the guys off his rocker ninety percent of the time.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. which, and
1: and it doesn't help that he also he also had negoshi from the Yakuza team up there too.
0: It might just be the Silver Case. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. I yeah, wasn't silver listening case. to it all, but it was probably April. Silver Case.
1: Yeah, for April eighteenth for that. For those who, for those for those who care about obscure suda Fifty One mystery games that also ended up in Dongan Rampa, yeah. Then... Oh,
0: Silver Case is really like a Dongan Rampa ass video game.
1: Yeah, and and actually, the like I said, the the second Dongan Rampa game actually has like a flat out tribute to the Silver Case.
0: Really. Yeah. Second, Dangan Rampa also has the best character in the Dangan Rampa series, which is the ultimate Yakuza. <laughs> Did you play both Dangan Rampa games?
1: They were number four and six on my, on my All Formats Game of the Year that year.
0: That's good. All right. I'm, I'm getting way too distracted. I should not get distracted by a trailer for the Silver yeah. Case, which is not that, that kind of. Uh, Killer 7 is not what I it- saw. I apologize
1: yeah killer killer 7 uh was one of the capcom 5 as i recall when, one of those five
0: Shadow Corsa one of those also was that that's not a capcom uh no game,
1: Art, Art, is there a different Art, game, game I'm i don't think so because there was the cancelled one piano three resident evil set resident evil 4 Killer 7, and I forget what the last one is, on that. it might have been Beautiful Joe. I'd have to look it up.
0: It'd probably be Beautiful Joe, because that's a Capcom game. Yeah, there, there is a kind of killer Eight in Killer 7. Killer 7, I feel, joins the club of video games that are remembered with reverence, but if you actually tried to play it for the first time in 2017, it would probably be an unbearable experience much how I imagine Shenmue would be an unbearable experience if you tried playing it for the first time in 2017. Yeah. Like, like It's almost like you play all these games that take inspiration from these games that you wish you could play but don't have access to, and then the sad realization is that the games you played first are way better than the games you've always wanted to play. Yeah. See, Miles is saying, nope, I play Killer7 every year. Well, Miles, I'm not talking about you because you are the person who did not play Killer7 for the first time in 2017. That's the person I'm talking to. The person who has, like many of the people watching this show, like many of the people listening to the show, like many of the people who play video games, who have a, a taste for video games, who have their own taste, Killer7 probably will not gel over with most people who play that game for the first time today.
1: Yeah, um, Miles, uh, do I know you better as Carl Castaneda by chance? (laughs)
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: And yeah, yeah, I I did have those Capcom 5 Right: Piano 3, Beautiful Joe, Resident Evil 4, Killer 7, and then Dead Phoenix was the cancelled game.
0: Right. Did Call the Scepter Revolt get a date, or do we just know it's getting localized?
1: Uh, We have a window. The same thing we have for RPG Maker Fez is they're both summer
0: right I don't see that game go yeah those games wouldn't go into 2018. that's kind of cool we have our own little mini operation rainfall for yeah Culdecept, although no one really asked for it. <laughs> it's just a game that, that's coming out yeah okay I, I think that might be all the news we have for this week Dom. yeah
1: this is yeah this is a uh, it it's been a big week but there's we're so close to switch launching there's so little clarity as to what's going on like we don't know anything about what's in this like we really don't know what the full content of that Zelda pack is we don't know how the splatoon how the splatoon test fire will work aside from we from what we know from the last time they did one and we don't really know what the hell Nintendo was thinking with not talking about anything until it leaked
0: maybe what they're doing is smart but Probably not. We'll we'll see how it goes. I'm not, I'm troubled by it. I'm not worried about the Switch yet. The way Giant Bomb put it on the latest BombCast was, if the Nintendo Switch fails, they probably have one more in them before they go software only. And I probably agree with that.
1: I think, and I mean, the, yeah, and they'll probably make enough money off Pokemon, Pokemon Stars this year that maybe they have a second one after that.
0: That would be Nice would be very nice it's time to end the show but i like phantom r's point true i played dmc 4 for the first time and i for the life of me can't get into it the reboot dmc feels better i am though. the devil may cry stuff is an excellent window into what i'm saying because there's so many purists who played the original devil may cry games not necessarily four more one and three and they're like, oh, the new Devil May Cry. It's got edgy Dante and it sucks and it's so easy and blah, 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 blah. Now, they're not wrong because probably. Devil May Cry 1 in 2003 or 2004 or whenever it came out is probably better than DMC in 2015. Like at the time of release, the original Devil May Cry is probably better than DMC and Devil May Cry 3 is definitely better than DMC at the time it was released without the context of age. However, to an unbiased third party who picks up all three of those games in 2017 and aren't affected by what forums tell them to think, most people would agree that the new DMC is a better video game than Devil May Cry 1 and 3. It's, it's, there's, there's something to be said about games just getting better as time goes on because people figure out the art of video games more. However, you're not wrong in the sense that a lot of these classic games at the time of their release are probably better than these new games are at the time of their release if we're like if we're like if we're if we're making everything equal but as video games without the context of age the newer games are often better than the older games is the overall point I'm trying to make here I think we've ran this show to your limits when donald Terrio stops having something to say that's when i know it's time to leave
1: so yeah let's let's wrap and next next week is next week and especially the week after are going to be absolutely crazy so maybe we should conserve our strength until then
0: Maybe we should conserve our strength, do a show that's less than a, less than an hour this week. Patreon.com slash NWR. Patreon.com slash NWR. Support the show you love oh so much. Specifically, support the website you love oh so much. NintendoWorldReport.com. Content I can recommend on NWR this week. We have reviews for uh, tank troopers from newly made staff member... That was Perry Berkham, right? Was it that's Perry right. Or Casey, it, it was it was uh, Perry actually.
1: Perry, was Perry reviewed that one for us.
0: Perry from Talk Nintendo. That that's a fine review. That's his first review for the site, as far as I know. At the very least, it's one of his first reviews. He's now a full-time staff member. Congratulations. I would also recommend Don's Mario Sports Superstars uh, piece for the site because you see him talk about how he's not necessarily that enthused with the video game but I remain excited nevertheless, personally. What else can I say? We have Nintendo News Report on iTunes. Look up Nintendo News Report. Look for our knockoff CNN logo. Give us a review. It's if you like us, if you don't like us, give us a review of the show. Give us a rating. give give us an audience that's all we want and also if you review us we will get better visibility which means more people listen to it which makes us feel good there's no practical reason why we need that stuff it just makes us feel good to see people engage with the show which is exactly what you do when you see a new pay attention to the live show every single week as you were saying Donald
1: and if you are on Patreon you'll be getting an audio version of this show if you want it right after right as soon as it'll let me get it off of YouTube
0: yep got that right and what else do we got we have twitter accounts you can get donald terrio uh, you can can get a donald terrio on twitter add donald mick d-o-n-a-l-d-m-i-c-k that's donald mick d-o-n-a-l-d-m-i-c-k i I am at kulafia that is c-u-l-a-f-i-a that's our show more switch stuff next week Take care. See you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.